welcome, welcome to Concession Impressions, and Happy New Year's. This is our first episode of the new year, sort of, I guess first recording of the new year. Yeah, this is Concession Impression, the podcast about two friends who watch movies and then review them using our scientific concession rating system. And yeah. We're really getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. Some, some, I guess, should we just say it, like, kind of give him a warning? Sure. Some big possible things, I guess. Uh, we might both be pretty busy separately. There's some movies coming up that I'm going to be working on that are going to be kind of probably going to take up some time as well. So that's going to be my end. And then your end, you're also you're yep. going to be working on a secret project. So these next few months might be a little bit interesting in terms of releasing. Because we like to release movies, try to release the our reviews right after the movies were released. But they might be a little bit later this this next few months. So we'll see. Maybe that may be even better. Maybe people like like it a little later so it gives them some more time to watch the movie themselves yeah I, yeah yeah perfect uh but this is actually a movie that we didn't watch we normally watch the movie as well and then we give our immediate reviews but this was actually the movie that we both watched last year i guess right before the holidays and we had a separate go separate ways but we're gonna be talking about the movie glass onion a knives out mystery that. directed by ryan johnson written by ryan johnson produced by Ryan Johnson and starring Daniel Craig as the titular detective Benoit Blanc. That's my Benoit best Blanc. best southern accent. I mean his name is French. Yeah, but you know I had my biggest mystery from this film was where does he live? That that house or apartment or whatever studio or It looked kind of New York-esque. But he has a southern accent. So I kind of thought he lived in like <laughs> in like New Orleans maybe because he was like French mm. district kind of feeling but then again yeah. i don't i don't the place didn't look really like new orleans but like new york maybe makes more sense it had like a european vibe to it though like i actually thought it was england and i was like wait a second no this is he's like a southern american he could have been england because his uh his partner in that movie is pierce brosnan true which was, which was random very yeah. very random yeah i just like that they pulled pierce brosnan for like three lines <laughs> Well, I mean, this movie also had a lot of really weird random people coming in, right? Okay, but it also had Ethan Hawke for, for like one minute. It uh-huh. had Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing the gong, the dong gong voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, he He voiced the... Uh, the hourly gong. Yeah, it's weird. And then Yo-Yo Ma had like a brief appearance at one point. I didn't even pick that up. That's fun. Yo-Yo Ma um, was the guy who, he's the musician, right? And he's yeah. the one who, when they're opening, the, trying to figure out the box, who talks about how the the music is like a layered on top of another oh, layer. Oh, you're right. He was in there for so, yeah. Because he, oh, he was at the party, right? He yeah. was like a guest at the party, and he overheard their conversation. That That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie is... Mm. Well, perhaps before we get too much into our opinions, um, should we give some kind of summary? Yeah, this is a sequel to the film Knives Out, but it's a completely different story. The only character that's the same is Detective Benoit Blanc and like another crime he goes on to solve. This one's like almost not even a crime that he's solving. True. He's like invited to this island for like a mystery game thing by like an Elon Musk-esque yeah, it's it's interesting that the twist is that there actually already was a murder. Right. Are we revealing too much? 
I don't know. So I will say that I don't want to try to do a spoiler thing for this because I kind of want to leave this like I don't want I don't want to spoil the who had done it kind of thing twists. I think that might have been a slight spoil, but not really. I mean, I think there has to be like... some kind of crime, right? So yeah, I feel like we can we can spoil this one. It's already it's been on Netflix for several weeks at this point. So if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So That's true. I mean, there's like it's easy like just go stream it on Netflix. You can even watch it while you're working. You can, you don't have to like go anywhere and and go to a theater, which it was very shortly playing at a theater. So if you actually did see it in theaters for then, one week, then lucky you, I guess, cuz even we we didn't have a chance to even go that week. Yeah, no. So stupid. That was all Netflix, apparently. Ryan Johnson really hated that they pulled it after just one week. Yeah, Um, and I guess I will say, going into that really quickly, before we go into the movie a little more, if you don't mind, I was going to say, like, the ice cream metric, or, like, talking about... this is, like, an ice stream. Hey, I like it. (laughs) If If I would say go watch this or not, I kind of wish I watched it in theaters, actually. I think the streaming ruined ruined it for the movie for me. Yeah. I, and I'll tell you why. I'll, t- I'll tell you more detailed why, because my case was very interesting. And after I told people what I did, they said, that's cheating. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know how you can cheat a movie, but I guess I did. I think if I watched in theaters, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Like the unbroken nature of it. I'm guessing from context that you watched it over a couple of different sittings. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Should I just say it now? I guess. I guess I, I, yeah, I can just, just say, say it now. now. Okay. So what happened was there was a time, and this might be a little bit of a spoiler, so I'm going to just maybe say, like, I guess spoiler warning right now, which is there were a few scenes where, I don't know if you noticed, I actually ended up watching it twice, this film as well. So uh, the first time watching it, I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. I, I felt like that something weird happened there. And I replayed it, and I, like, went back 20 <laughs> seconds, and I watched that scene again. And I was like, oh, okay, I did see that weirdly. So, like, oh, it must be this person. And uh-huh. then watching it through they like went back and they like replayed those scenes and they replayed all the scenes that i replayed myself so i was like oh, okay so i guess those were really important scenes that i just happened to catch the little weird part of it yeah um, i had a few of those myself and like people bumping into each other weirdly and or the glass exchange like or things mm-hmm. like that and i was like huh that's interesting did i see that right and i think and everyone i told was like oh that's that's like that's cheating you can't do that because then you ruin the film and it's like i guess but the thing is i wouldn't have that problem and i wouldn't be tempted to be like oh did i watch that wrong i can i'm on netflix i can just go back 20 seconds and rewatch it in the movie theater you can't do that right so right. i think watching it in the theater would have made the experience a lot better and you know i wouldn't have to or be tempted to even go back and replay a scene yeah i mean i i sort of understand what you're saying too because i i didn't go back and replay it um i watched it i actually watched it over a couple sittings because i had we we had something we had to go to so i had to pause it and then i came back to it but um which did also affect my my viewing of it because i on my second viewing i was just like i really want this to be over (laughs) um yeah no there were those scenes that like they drew attention to themselves in a really kind of clumsy way i felt almost like Mm -hmm. it didn't feel smooth it felt like they were winking at me too much you know what i mean yeah but i I don't know maybe i'm getting into too much into my opinion on the film we should say whether we would screen it or not first 
I would say stream it. And I would say this. I'm a fan of crime mysteries. And I think Detective Benoit Blanc is a fun character. And I, I think this is a was a fun thing still. So I think I would still say go stream it. But I would say maybe a one scoop. It's, it's like, you know, watch it with family or something like that. Maybe you don't have to like, if you don't already have Netflix, then I would say you don't have to like, oh, I need to pay for Netflix just to watch this film. I wouldn't say that, but I would say if you have Netflix already, then why not watch it if it's it's just already on there, right? Yeah, I would say one scoop as well. I'm not a big I, I well I do love crime thrillers and I love mystery movies and I love whodunits in particular. I'm just not a fan of Ryan Johnson's version of this. <laughs> oh really? That's interesting. I, I actually I just, really like Ryan Johnson. He's like one of my favorite directors. Really. I really don't care for him at all. I, I, I just, there's always something about him that it feels like he's more focused on being clever than being truly engaging. And so like I, I struggle as I'm watching his film with primarily scene level tension. But uh, wait, have you? Yeah, have you watched all his movies? Fair amount of them. Yeah. Have you seen Brick? I have not seen Brick yet. No. Have you seen Brothers know, Bloom? I, I've seen Brothers Bloom. I, I think Brick is the one that people cite most often. Brick like, is a good one. That was like the first one I've watched from him. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And it also made me really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Looper was great, but I think that was more of like a special thing because I got to watch it a few months before the film came out because my dad actually worked on it mm. and i had knives out was great i think the brothers room was also a great one and even even the last jedi everyone hates it but i think it it is one of the best of the of the new three star wars movies that came out recently or i, I guess the last three of the with you more <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i i so ryan johnson was not on my radar until star wars um so his first movie of mine that i watched was the Star Wars movie and it it has all of the same problems that I have with Knives Out and with Glass Onion which is this weird like it is I get what they're doing they're doing something clever with the plot and they're doing something clever with how they're kind of subverting our expectations of the plot but then the scene level tension is like always ill-considered and it's always so i'm like bored in the scene because nothing is happening in the scene they're just like talking or they're just like they're just dropping little hints about how clever how, like they're about the clever thing that's going to happen you know an hour into the script you know like that's <laughs> i just i don't i i want there to be something that's gonna engage me fully in the action that's happening not just a clever kind of twist. That, gotcha. that I find I find his clever twists are good, and I appreciate that angle of his stories because I I do appreciate the idea of subverting the genre expectations. Just think he forgets to make each scene individually kind of fun and engaging to watch. So like there's all like oh, there's all sorts of scenes. For instance, in Glass Onion, to bring it back, Glass Onion, yeah. um, it's literally a handful of characters in a room doing nothing and they're just dropping little hints about why they have motive. <laughs> like that's, that's, true. that's like 60% of this film is <laughs> just yeah. like them sitting, not, not moving the plot forward, not doing anything. They're just like stating something clever or they're, or, or it'll be like, 
they're stating some reason why they are a, a person that you should consider in in who in this whodunit, or they are, uh, or they're doing something clever where this is Brian Johnson acting and he's like making a, a random reference to Mona Lisa for a reason, you know, and, we, and it's it's I, kind of fun. It's a pretentious reference, whatever, but it's not all adding up for me. <laughs> I agree. I think this one, this movie particular is probably my least favorite of the Ryan Johnson Got it. movies. I'll have I think, to give Brick a chance. I think watch Brick. I think it's a really clever kind of noir kind of like a student noir it's kind of an interesting kind of twist on it Mm -hmm. but i will say that this movie feels like you are playing a game of clue where it's like you go to one room you ask someone and they give you and two pieces of information and then you go to another room and then another character gives you two pieces of information until you get to the the result which is pretty straightforward and kind of a dumb kind of thing which yeah i feel like they even point out in the beginning that like oh this movie's kind of dumb but i'm gonna show you how still i can be do something clever with it which i feel like in the end it's like well it's kind of dumb still so i think the setup is also kind of pretty boring and also it kind of i think benoit blanc couldn't really do much in this film he does nothing he's too smart where he like kind of solves it really quickly every a lot of the things well we know and then half the thing is just like the flashback ruins all all of his intelligence also true but i mean i guess he solves the like fake murder party mystery thing really easily like he solves it in like you know a few hours but i i mean i think he's yeah. not i think in, in knives out it really i like actually watched, I appreciated knives out much more I, yeah, I, actually I like watched that one much more than this one. I watched it again actually after watching this one and I was like, "Huh, maybe I just didn't maybe Knives Out wasn't that good of a movie and I just really liked it for some reason." But I watched it again and I was like, "No, he's actually doing like a lot of detective work in it and he does a lot of like really good and clever things in that film, which like really proves why he's this top detective." But I think this one he doesn't really do much detecting and it's he i think he's kind of like kind of ruined and he can't even do anything in the end because he's like well it's out of my my hands right i'm not batman yeah it, i think it doesn't end in a way that's very also did you think that they all died at the end because I, I kind of hoped that was was gonna happen i did i i i think i i i didn't care at that point because none of these characters <laughs> like i just didn't give a shit about any of the characters the only characters that i kind of felt any emotional attachment to at all is Benoit Blanc, who I do enjoy his character a lot. I enjoy what he could be, but mm. he's constantly in these movies that are just about subverting the movie that he would be best in. And so he can never live up to his own expectation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. then, and so like, he's never fully utilized. And so he never does anything interesting throughout the entire movie, except for like, it's kind of fun when he calls everyone an idiot. Like that was fun. Call call the Elon Musk character an idiot. You know that that I appreciated. Yeah. And then Janelle Monae's character, I appreciated her character, the 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 less well off twin. I guess um, uh-huh. she was a she was a good character that I like had proper motivations and had an interesting kind of situation. And the the movie was clearly setting her up as the same kind of character as the Anna de Armas character in Knives Out. So also yeah. she was I think one of the best 
performances in this film as well. I mean, she played two characters with two different accents, and Mm -hmm. she might have been one of the highlights of this film. I appreciated her introduction, because that was also a good setup and payoff, where we think Mm -hmm. we're getting introduced to one character in the beginning, and then she does that whole, like, she's not playing the game, so she just breaks it open with a hammer bit. Yeah. I I appreciated that character. That's a good scene of, like, character development, and, like, kind of really showing what kind of character this is as well. Yeah. So like I uh, there are there are lots of things I appreciate. I just think for some reason by the end of it I never feel satisfied and I and I think it's because there are not enough scenes where I'm entertained. I just feel like I've just been like info dumped a bunch of information and then kind of left with this like wishy-washy anti well not anti but like an eat the wretch eat the rich kind of you know saying at the end you know like, like mm-hmm. I, i'm a, i'm appreciable to that kind of idea but i i i still want the narrative to justify it better or or not even to justify it better to have a more deeper discussion that's what i want i want a better discussion on what is the actual problem with the wealthy it's the exploitation that they have that they benefit from and they never that the rest of us suffer from and mm-hmm. i feel like that second half doesn't seem to get explored in either of these two movies, despite both of these movies being critical of rich people. Yeah. Now, I agree with everything you said, and I think I feel like we're on the same page for this. So I have I actually wanted to go into another conversation, but before that, I kind of wanted to say, should we just say our our concession impressions now? Because sure. the the next question I had was actually looking for the towards the future and the future of this character and this movie uh, because I don't know if you know but they're already planning on the, the third one has already been picked up and I mean I could a see this picture deal with Netflix yeah and I, I could see it going on you know the character at least being used in other things or be picked up for more movies in the future so I, I feel like I kind of want to talk about that a little bit so do you want to just give our review and then just kind of spend the last five minutes just kind of asking you what would you want to see from this character and what would you want in the, the last movie or the sure. third movie cool should I go first sure what's your review what is your concession impression for this review for this movie for me it is a you know a very standard hot dog I appreciate it I get it I, I enjoy elements of it I I support it because you know i want these middle budget although this is this isn't even really middle budget anymore it started out as a middle budget knives out was a middle budget at like 20 or 30 million or something but this one had like a 150 million dollar (laughs) budget which is wild um uh at least that's what netflix paid for it who knows how much of that budget actually went into it I heard that, I don't know if this is true, but I think I heard that the budget was going to go, was for the next two movies. Well, yeah, they got a, a like $300 million deal split across two movies. Oh, okay. Okay. Then that's what it was. Yeah. Because that's crazy. I heard that, that like, It's the biggest budget per movie Netflix has ever spent. I heard that Deno Credit got like a huge paycheck for these films. I bet it. I bet he did. Good for him though. It's a fun character. He's from my perspective, the best part of the whole movie series. I know. I know. And hold on before we talk about that, because that's the the thing I want to end this episode on. But I think I would agree with you. Hot dog, 100%. 
I think I'm a little let down. And again, it's peanut M&Ms and popcorn are, are the top two good reviews. And then hot dog and raisinets are the bottom are bad reviews. So I think it's just barely a bad movie. And it's kind of sad because I really love Knives Out. I, I really like this character and I really want to see him in more movies. Even though I know there's already a third one, I would be down to see, you know, four, five, six more films of this character as long as you can bring different and more interesting cases and detectives, like crimes that this detective can solve, I would be willing to watch many more films with this character. Just solve any crime. (laughs) (laughs) True. This movie, we knew the answer. He knew the answer going in. (laughs) He didn't solve a thing. I mean, I, I, I grant you, he solved... He solved the mystery that was written by <laughs> the woman who wrote uh, Gone Girl. That was that was a joke in the movie. It was uh, the Elon Musk billionaire character hired the screenwriter who wrote Gone Girl to plan his murder mystery night. And then he solved it immediately. But even that, that's like, it's fine, you know. But like, there's no clues there. We didn't get to see the clues. We didn't really get any kind of fun mystery, really. Uh, it was just he said a bunch of clever little sentences all together, and that added up to this. <laughs> so there's yeah. no fun in that for me as an audience member. I can't play along, you know. So I don't really consider that to be him, you know, solving anything from a character from an audience perspective. You know, uh, Knives Out was better because we had at least two kind of mysteries going on. You know, is she going to get away with it? And is she the one who actually killed him? And so there were there was more fun in that one. And then the second thing that Knives Out did really well that this movie really kind of didn't do well is the characters. Like yes, the characters yeah, in Knives Out were so spot on and so yeah. funny. And True. even if I I didn't find the scenes to be always that thrilling or interesting or engaging at least the characters are like fun versions of people i i know you know <laughs> this yeah. movie they just felt even more caricature-esque uh as opposed to caricature as opposed to characters this was a caricature <laughs> yes the these were just like caricatures of of kind of wealthy people we see in the news all the time. I totally agree with you. But I think, though, what I want to ask you is, what do you want from the next film and or what kind of fun ideas? I actually have a, a pitch for you. I mean, I guess it doesn't really Give matter. Give me a pitch. I love a good for, pitch. For what the next film would be. Let me see or if I what can I, knock it out the park. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's go. Let's see what, what do you think. All right, all right. So I think it'll be interesting where... Benoit Blanc has to go up against another detective in solving a case and what happens to go into public domain this year but Sherlock Holmes Ooh! so now Sherlock Holmes is open for anyone to use so Benoit Blanc versus Sherlock Holmes and like a detective mystery a versus I don't know that's my idea I just thought you know hey why not what, what do you think? I kind of pitched my idea, but do you have any, like, is there anything that you would want to see him do? Or are you just kind of hope I mean, that the I next love... one has just better written scenes and, and better twist and a better mystery? Yeah, I, I would love better written scene level tension. That is a must for me because I, I think every movie lives or dies on their scene level tension. If the scene level tension is gone, you can't have a good movie ever. 
but you can have a decent movie that isn't great with just scene level tension because that carries your entertainment value which that's what's sorely lacking for me from this movie Because the ideas are all there. I like all the ideas. They're right up my alley. They're just not done in a very entertaining fashion. Although, perhaps, maybe it would be kind of a genius move to have a straightforward mystery in the next movie, subverting everyone's expectations that it's not going to be a straightforward mystery. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) It's like two, three levels of twisting there. (laughs) And so... Maybe that's what I would do is I would have it be a straightforward mystery in which everyone is expecting it to be subverted in some way. And then Benoit Blanc is the only one who is treating it with the actual gravitas that this deserves. You know, something like that. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That actually would be really fun. I do like that a lot. And I think I would love to see that as well. A more straightforward, like a straightforward just crime mystery uh, kind of film would be really fun so i think and where his reputation of solving these these kind of uh stupid cases where it's just like it's all mixed up because of a singular misunderstanding is actually working against him here and he's having to like almost return to being a junior detective maybe like in terms of credibility and we can combine these two ideas we have you know because maybe they're like it would work well with your your idea of like dueling detectives they're like hey we don't want you we want sherlock holmes because he is the tr- the best detective cool all right uh so i think that might wrap it up for this one and then yeah any uh takeout takeaways no just i would say my takeout takeaway would not really be takeout takeaway but more of a note for netflix and that it would be release the f- release the film a little longer in movie theaters because that was a big mistake because I, I wanted to see it in theaters, and I think a lot of other people wanted to see it in theaters. So. Agreed. And it just hurt theaters, because that whole month, there was, like, nothing in theaters. Yeah, I mean, it did well in theaters. It did great. And I think it should have, it would have done so much better, like, if they just kept it there for a little longer. Yeah, but I think but... movies were trying to avoid being in the way of that movie. So, like, smaller, newer movies that don't have the same IP recognition that Knives Out has didn't want to be in competition, because they didn't know that it was only going to be in theaters for one one week. Uh, yeah. They assumed it'd be in for like a month. Next time, Netflix. Anyways, that that's, that will be it for today. And we'll catch y'all in the next episode of Concession Impressions. Bye. And pop. Pop, pop, pop. pop, pop, pop.